What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Residential Living with Richard Orso. In this episode, Richard sits down with Ariane Belazaire, um, who is an interior designer, and it's a great episode. If you guys are into technology, forward trends, innovation, this is the episode for you. They talk about all the stuff in residential living, so please enjoy the episode. Today we have Ariane Belazaire. She is one of our local designers. She's involved with the ASID, which is she's a professional designer. And she's also quite involved with the NKBA, which mm-hmm. is the National Kitchen and Bath Association, which her and I cross paths quite often in that industry. We've been crossing paths, I mean, quite For a while. while. Yeah. Said, you, you, do you know her quite well? So, well, you know, we just kind of, we, we do. We kind of yeah. cross paths quite well. So, I've, I've watched you come up through the ranks, and you mm-hmm. seem to be doing quite well. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and yeah. where you've been, where you're going, and what's on the horizon? horizon. Yeah, well, we've definitely seen a lot of growth in the last couple of years, um, learning how to scale the business. But my bread and butter has been residential design. Um, it's my second uh journey my second career my first was in marketing and PR and then I had this point in my life where I was able to really think about what I wanted to do and what I felt like I was called to do and passionate about and design was just kind of the natural the choice for me so as I kind of made sure that I was prepared to hone my skills in that arena and get projects that really excited me I've had amazing opportunities to not just work on projects and help people but also um, expand my understanding of design in the world by traveling and being a part of associations meeting people like you Um, and over the last couple of years we've kind of grown from residential uh, renovations, new construction into more commercial work, which has been a great change for us. It's allowed us to flex our skills a little bit. It's allowed us to grow our team strategically. And so where we are now is we're just trying to continue to add value to the industry in a time where it's absolutely a challenge Mm -hmm. to do what we do uh, with the supply chain issues. And I think that while it's challenging and difficult, I think this is a great opportunity for us to really educate people on why design matters and why our industry will always be relevant and needed. Yes, yes. And it's interesting you had mentioned like crossing over to commercial and, mm-hmm. and such. It's a lot about hospitality. And yes. hospitality is so important on the residential end. But yet then again, as we see in our, as designers that we see the hospitality in restaurants, bars, lounges, mm-hmm. storefronts, hotels, casinos, and such, it's really kind of kind of plays back and forth on on you know just keeping people comfortable and right. wanting to be where they are. That's right. So we touched a little bit about the ASID and uh, NKBA, mm-hmm. and what I think is really crucial with those those associations is protecting the the homeowners. Mm-hmm and our clients and give them a source of where do I turn to, to I want to do a project, Mm -hmm. where do I turn? Right, right. I mean, for me, as someone who came into this career as a second, a second turn, right? Right. Um, It was really important for me to have an understanding of what it means to be a designer and absolutely understand the responsibility that I'm taking on when I enter someone's home 
or offer my support or recommendation or expertise on a project. So organizations like ASID and NKBA for me are crucial because they force me to continuously educate myself on what's coming. There's never a part of this this career where you've arrived. Like even, you right. know, as long oh, as no. you've done it, it's always <laughs> something new to learn and always something new that's on the horizon and a new technology. Um, and as someone who really values wanting to know what's new and what's next mm-hmm. and wanting to kind of be at the forefront of things, education is very important because it allows you to understand the historical context of what you're doing. But when you have organizations that, as a part of their membership, require you to have a certain level of education every year for the homeowner that gives them comfort in knowing that it's not just someone who is like fly by night or someone who you know is watching Pinterest like they are and maybe Mm -hmm. has some ideas it's someone who is diligently working towards uh, mastering right what it means to design and understanding how to bring that level of expertise to every project and we and you touch on a very important Part of our associations is the education, the yes. continuing education, because like you say, it's constantly yeah. growing, going, moving, even to the point like in the NKBA, they're actually re- redefining the guidelines, yes. which will be interesting to see. They're, they're still working on them, but once they finish them, but yeah, then again, that'll just help uh, assist us as professionals to utilize those those guidelines to do the best that we can do right. for the for the industry and, and our clients and homeowners. That's right. So, and then, of course, like I say, I think it's a really good uh, information to where where do we go to find a designer right. to where we want we just don't want to just look on on online or whatever. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of different ways to yeah. To, the to the do directory such. is definitely value added because there's a certain level of vetting. Um, on each tier of those types of organizations. Um, and you have the pr- protection of knowing if someone's listed on one of those right. associations that there's a certain level of work that they're doing and they've had to meet a certain criteria to be a part of those organizations. So that should be comforting to the sure. homeowners yep. as they're trying to figure out how to make the right selection of the, the A-team to go with on their design project. Yes. And as you mentioned, there's there's a lot of peer pressure there. Also, yeah. if you get in association with other professionals and yeah. you're not holding your 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 weight you you're gonna you're gonna get phased out yeah. and, and being push, you know pushed out of the the um of the of the program mm-hmm. so and then of course you know the protecting the industry i yeah. think is very important so. Yeah. so what are you seeing as far as the latest in designs i know that's a yeah. broad scope <laughs> question but i'm just curious to see yeah what you're i seeing. think um there's a lot of things that I'm seeing on the horizon with design that excite me. Mm-hmm. I think that um, the incorporation of technology and not the way we used to think about it, like mm-hmm. kind of the Jetsons right. <laughs> way of thinking about it, but more seamless, integrated. You can't see invisible technology mm-hmm. that kind of makes the experience you have in that space more fulfilling. I think those are things that we see in everything from, you know, like plumbing fixtures to appliances to um, the ways that our cabinetry is built in our kitchens, like those things really excite me. So seamless integration, I think is definitely something I see. I also see people being really um, much more adventurous in the colors and textures that they're open to considering for their spaces. Mm-hmm. I think the pandemic, although it had a lot of bad, <laughs> the good in it is that it forced people to be in their homes so much more than they've ever been. And they really started to understand and pay attention to the importance of the home and how it should be a space that not only supports you, but inspires you 
transforms what it needs to to right. be where you work and play and all of those things. Um, and so I, I have seen my clients come to the table with projects and be more open to what they like instead of talking about, well, what's the safe bet if I ever want to sell this house, which is where the conversation used to center before. So you have that change in mindset in homeowner and home builder, and then you have manufacturers offering products that allow you know, for that personalization, customization, infusion of personality, and those things are exciting to me as well. Sure. You see that at shows like KBiz, mm -hmm. where you see appliances with refrigerators that you can customize the door colors and the handles and, you know, things that we used to just, like, write off, okay, that's going to be stainless steel or panel. Now you have all of these other options on how the homeowner can be really creative and um, unique in how they bring those things into their spaces. So that's, that's fun and exciting for me. Yeah, the pandemic definitely changed our world. Yep. It, it went from I want to walk in the front door and not see a wall to where, no, this little crack <laughs> in this little cranny is not a bad concept. That's right. Or, you know, we like the formal living rooms, blow the walls out. Now, whoa, whoa, wait, let's stop. Let's slow down. Let's keep the doors in, in that yeah. way. Mom works from home. Dad might work from home. Kids doing school. And so it's really changed. And also, I think that it's – our house was just a landing spot Monday through Thursday, yes. and then Friday through Saturday it was like get up yep. and go to where like whoa, now it's, it's more of a home than just that's right the house. So. That's right. What about uh, we we're touching on floor plans? What are mm -hmm. some of the things that you're seeing differently, that, like the request for for difference in floor plans yeah. design? Well, I do feel like there are still a lot of people who are team open concept. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there are more people, I think, being open to actual rooms and thinking about the purpose of a room and being right. able to close a door and all of those things. I also have seen in just about every project that we've had, especially the new construction projects, everyone is doing a home gym, mm -hmm. home theater, home, where that used to be kind of a, oh, that would be nice to have. Right. People are like, no, if I ever can't leave my house again, I need a Peloton room. I, I need, you know, certain things that I was used to being able to go out and do. Mm -hmm. I want that luxury and that convenience in my, my home right now. So the way that we're looking at floor plans and talking about how areas flow, the way that we're looking at um, safe spaces for like just relaxing so looking at bedrooms and is there a sitting area like who where do you how do you like to watch tv do you just the way that we're thinking about how people actually live in a home and taking care to really assume that again if you're ever trapped here again it should be sure. your favorite place in the whole world that has been I think eye-opening for the for the clients and it has allowed us to really develop and work with architects on unique floor plans that meet their unique needs and again it's not so much about well you know resale value I know that there's a part of that that you're thinking about but for the most part homeowners are really thinking about the actual rooms they need in sure. the space to live the way they want with their family yeah I'm starting to see like you say, the home gym to where it's combined into the master bathroom yep. to where, the, you know, the tub is here uh -huh. and the weight bench is there and the Pelotron's there and the, uh -huh. you know, the commode's in the background. And so, steam showers, our yes, saunas yep. are being incorporated. So mm -hmm. that's that's cool too. Yeah, that's really some really cool designs uh, that that's actually bringing more stuff into the home. And unfortunately, I feel us in the South is that we, our clientele is less interested in in resale value mm -hmm. it's more like you say we're designing this home for us mm -hmm. one of the first questions i ask is that what is your longevity in the home yeah. three to five years like oh let's you know be careful That's what right. we do five to eight uh, let's not throw stupid money at right. it but let's be realistic 
You tell me you're going to be here 10 years because that 10 years turns into 15, That's 20 right. years like That's right. that. So. <laughs> That's right. Because when I, you think about moving out of a house you've been into, you're like, you know, right. I'll figure it out. I'll make a renovation or do mm-hmm. an update, but I'm pretty comfortable where I am. Yes. So yep. it's, a, it's a hard sell. All right. Styles. Are you hmm. seeing, what are some of your trends that you're seeing Yeah, and design style trends? I think we're definitely moving towards the mainstream wanting more contemporary streamlined designs. It's kind of like that curve. So whatever was unique and bespoke and leading mm-hmm. is now kind of being diluted a little bit, but also right. like more accessible to people. So, you know, for a long time, there was the trend of everybody wanting traditional and then transitional. And now I feel like people are kind of wanting this warm, modern or warm contemporary mix mm-hmm. where they want more streamlined um, profiles and lines, but they want brighter spaces. And although I feel like that's where we are today, I don't think that that's where we're going to wind up. Right. I think you're going to see this other switch in the next couple of years of people wanting uh, maximalism like they want layers and textures and colors because that's what they are seeing and processing in the editorial um, features that they see but it's not quite accessible enough for them to understand how to bring it into their right. own spaces yes. yeah. yeah it's interesting to to see the design trends even in our local market I would have never dreamed us going contemporary yes. or modern and such like that and what's really interesting and, and I and I follow the the, the local local and national design magazines quite yeah. often and even like light blonde woods which we would have mm-hmm. never thought that I was like you know, you know honey colored maple uh-huh. get out cypress get out but we're seeing a lot of blonde yep. woods coming that Scandinavian and, influence that yes, European yep. influence is definitely coming yep. in yep. yeah well, it's it's uh it's uh it's, it's interesting to follow it yeah so the one thing I want to say about trends though that I think is important in my discussion with clients and that point you just brought up, I think it's it's very dangerous to follow trends to, for the sake of the trend without understanding the context. So the example I use is a lot of those things are cultural or location-based mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the origin of the design, right? Yes. So, you know, those looks are based on the materials that are native to those areas. The example I use is there was a, a hot minute where everybody was doing shiplap. And what I remind people of is the shiplap was actually that design team that became very famous on HGTV. It was their cheat because when they were opening up these walls and renovating these spaces, it was what was behind the walls that allowed them to continue to design on a budget. Mm-hmm. So then when you bring that trend into some place that is not native to shiplap, it, there's no historical reference to it. It's you're following right. something blindly without understanding the purpose of it. Yes. And so that's why you have to be really careful with trends and you have to make sure that the trend that you're following is appropriate for the region that you live in. Otherwise, it's going to be a very expensive thing to bring into your home. And then you're going to want to rip it out because you have no emotional tie to it. It has no context for you. So that would be my only thing I want to add to the trend discussion. Sure. That's kind of funny because we're working with a client right now. And he's pretty, you know, comfortable. He says, Richard, he says, I grew up very, very poor. So let's get this straight. I don't want to look at a wall and, and think that <laughs> right? I couldn't afford to do any more than what I did. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's I, true. I, it's I true. get that. All right, amenities. What are you seeing as far as luxuries, 
in in that are people are asking yeah. for now definitely things like steam shower like wellness mm-hmm. wellness amenities are i think easy sells right now so steam showers saunas um touchless technology like you know your faucets that you don't have to touch yes. you wave your hand underneath that kind of thing those are those things that we would have thought would be like just a luxury to have are becoming more and more mainstream in our discussions i would also say um integrated and automatic lighting, things that we would have thought about in more commercial applications yes. are things that people are thinking about. You know, when I walk up the stairs, I want them to light up mm-hmm. on their own or I want the wa- the path to exit my home to light up or just being able to have that sure. kind of technology. I think those are things that I'm definitely seeing more and more of in home design. Nice, nice. I think that one of the best things is a soft-closed toilet lid. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, those are cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you walk in and it opens up yeah, and it yeah, closes, yeah. that's, yeah, yeah those it's, are cool. it's interesting, the, you know, the, 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 the toilet and the plumbing fixtures yep. nowadays, it's, it's crazy to see how it how it progresses and moves on with, yeah. with, yeah. with technology and, and as times goes. Well, I got to say, you and I are in a very exciting industry. Yes. It's, it's like you say, it never changes. It, I mean, it never, it never stays stops. The same, it's yeah. always the same. And if you're not on the cutting edge of it, you're going to get lost. That's right. And every, it, it, what's good today might not be great for tomorrow. That's, so that's it's right. really fun. So. Yeah. Well, Ariana, I really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you and, for having uh, me. This yes. is a lot of fun. So Yes, yes it is. Well, thank you guys for joining us, and uh, if you are interested in any more information that we have, just contact us with the information that you have available to you. Thank you very much.